You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you all Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that ride home or already at home or wherever you are. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. I see you all joining me right now over in our YouTube And uh, if you're listening to us on the radio or on the app, perhaps, maybe you want to go over to our YouTube as well and join us, our community that's over here um, at KBLA 1580. I uh, Well, first of all, let me acknowledge the song. That is a jam, Andy. Thank you so much. But did you do that because it's Christmas or because I'm wearing green? What's up? I mean, I'm reminding you of the holidays. Nah, because it's Christmas time. Okay, all right. Well, but I see the correlation. Okay, now. all right. You see, you see it. where I'm going with this. I see where you're going with okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Either way, I'll take it. I'll take it. I like the song anyway. Uh, we are definitely making our way into this Christmas holiday season. It feels so good. And it's one of my favorite holidays. It is my favorite holiday. And I want it to last Last longer, actually, than just a month. Um, I don't know. That's, that's me and how I roll. But anyway... Um, I'd like to give a special shout out to Keith Underwood. Keith Underwood held it down on the Raw Report for two whole days on the show. Um, Thank you so much to Keith. Uh, As you all know, he has his Black in the Green Room um, show here on KBLA as well. So you guys definitely need to check him out. To and so uh, thank you guys for joining Keith and uh, and and Whitley J Yates as well as TK Trinidad they were here as well so shout out to all of you guys for keeping the keeping the the, the momentum going keeping the ball rolling uh, definitely appreciate that happy to be back with you guys and we have a great show as we always do um, I'm excited to have this conversation and of course if you'd like to join in you can call at any point in time if you want to you know, throw in your opinion, your your knowledge, or just say hello, you can do that as well. The number is 1-800-920-1580. You can uh, also leave a message, as many of you do. And I hope you know that I, I personally listen to these messages. And um, that's on our open mic feature on our app, which is pretty cool. You'll see that down at the bottom. You can uh, leave a message. You can leave your name or not and just, you know, Chime in on uh, whatever subject you'd like to, but just let us know who you're calling for, as a matter of fact, because sometimes y'all be calling in the middle of a show and you're like, well, whose show? Wait, what What you talking about? So you got to let, <laughs> you have to let us know. That would be kind of cool as well. Um, we have a couple of updates. Let's see. Um, do y'all have any idea what is going on in the entertainment industry? Of course you don't, because you're getting it here on the Rob Report, <laughs> but I'm sure you've heard about this. Diddy. Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Love, Brother Love has been hit with yet another sexual assault lawsuit. This is unreal. Unreal. I mean, he put out a statement, I'm sure, written by a a member of his team. He says enough is enough. I mean, they have had enough of these allegations that are coming out left and right. As you all know, we've talked about it. Um, extensively on this show that the Adult Survivors Act that is a New York act, it it lifted the statute of limitation for any type of assault for these adults at however far you want to go back. And it allowed for victims of, of assault to, you know, cr- have these lawsuits against, you know, their um, their assailants or alleged assailants. 
And Diddy has now been hit with another one. The difference is this lady here, she's going by Jane Doe, but she is pulling out receipts, y'all. She has receipts. She's got pictures with this guy. And um, it's just not looking good. It's not looking good. Uh, we don't know where all of this is going to go. But from what we hear, she has hired the same attorneys as Cassie's attorneys. And we we all know how that turned out. We're going to get into a little bit of that because that's going to play into the Raw Report today. Uh, sadly, we do have um, to say rest in peace to Forrest Whitaker's um, ex-wife, Keisha Whitaker. She's passed away at the age of 51. Uh, really, really sad. We don't know from what yet, but we also have to say rest in peace to Norman Lear. If you all know, uh, iconic, iconic screenwriter, uh, director, producer of some of your favorite shows from the past. Um, so definitely rest in peace and sending our condolences to their, their friends, their families and their fans alike as well. Um, shall we get into the raw report? Go ahead. Let's do it, Andy. Now it's time <laughs> for a breakdown. Uh, Well, this one, I told you, it's going to play into the Raw Report. We talked about Diddy. And now we are going to talk about Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons... Eh. Russell Simmons was the Diddy of 2017 and several years ago where all of these allegations were coming out against him. And there was no act, by the way. There was no no Adult Survivors Act. These are just women who were coming out against Russell Simmons. And he's now talking about it. He moved away out of the country. There was a lot that had happened to Russell Simmons. But in his mind... This is important because although I am not I am not giving a way out for any anyone who uh, who actually committed a crime. I, I refuse to give a way out for this, but I want to be fair and look at this and spread it out on the table. Let's look at this in Russell Simmons's mind. He says he took nine lie detector tests. In his mind, does he believe that he is an innocent man and that his life has been ruined uh, from all of these allegations? This is not what the women say. Uh, all the all the the the, vi the alleged victims. This is not what they say. But they are. Uh, they claim that he actually assaulted them. He says he took nine lie detector tests to prove his innocence. We're going to get into that. Of course, we are also going to talk about Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, you know I have a love-hate relationship. It's not hate, actually. I don't hate the man at all. I have nothing but love in my heart, as you know. <laughs> but Stephen A. Smith is rating women. He says he wants a strong seven as a woman. <laughs> why not a 10? He doesn't want a perfect 10, nor does he want a 9 or an 8. We'll get into why he wants a 7. And is that fair? Because you know what? Women, we could look at that and have all kind of problems with the fact that this man is judging us, but do we do that as well? We're going to talk about it on the other side, of course, with a great contributor who we have on the line with us. We're going to get to all of it and more on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. Well, before we get started, I got a couple of things, a couple of very important things. Number one. Happy birthday, Penny Thompson, who's in our our uh, chat right now. That is my beautiful aunt, um, who's always here holding it down. She is a founding member, by the way, of the, <laughs> the Raw Report community. Shout out to Penny Thompson. I uh, hope you are having a beautiful, beautiful birthday. Everybody, make sure you send her much, much love. Andy. Happy birthday, Miss Penny. 
you know, uh, you just described, well, you didn't describe, but you said the Raw Report community. I think you need a name now ah. for the Raw Report community. Ah. So you know how Beyonce has her beehive, <laughs> Taylor Swift have the Swifties. Yep. What are you going to call the Raw Report community? That is a great question. That is a, we will leave that up for the, uh, <laughs> for our community to answer. Thank you for that, Andy. Uh, and I'm not mad at it. Hey, if y'all come up with something cool and clever, let me know. I love it. I love the idea. Um, so that's first and foremost. But before we introduce our contributor, I do have, <laughs> okay, well, so far there's only a few, few, few people on board with this. But uh, the question is, would you allow your child to curse your minor, I want to know if you have a minor or a grandkid or a kid or whatever, would you let your minor curse only while playing video games as a way to express themselves? Not curse at you, not curse at anybody else, but curse at the television or curse because they're mad at the play or whatever on a video game as a way of expression. This comes because uh, there's a woman, Ari Fletcher, who says, you know, she says she lets her kid curse while he's playing video games because, you know, it's not that serious and she lets him express himself. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm if I'm really one to, ha you know, I I'm, I'm past that stage. We're not, you know, I'm past that stage. But I also did not let my children um, curse. But I will say this, when they've gotten older, I'm like, you feel like you want to say something? Say the word. Say the word if you feel like you want to say it. So there are uh, instances where I'll go ahead and maybe give a pass. But let's go ahead and get to our contributor who I want to ask this question as well because he has a, a young child and I'm sure he will answer this question for us. Please welcome Avi Bernard to The Raw Report. Hey, Avi, good to hear from you. Hey, Robin, always good to talk to you. And just a quick note on the potential nickname for the Raw Report audience. I think you have a great nickname, Raw Raw. So I think they should be called the Raw Raws. But that's just my two cents. We can think about this. We can workshop this. We can work. There's no bit there. There's no bad ideas in the brainstorm. Right. I'm just saying it's a possibility. No, there are no bad ideas. There are only ideas. Okay. So uh, if, <laughs> if y'all like the rah-rahs, let me know. Uh, I appreciate that, Avi. Thank you so much. Now, I do have this question. I need you to answer because you have a, a young child and your child at some point, he's going to be playing video games and uh, things like that. Would you allow your kid to curse only while playing video games not towards anyone or anything like that as a way of expression no no how you do anything is how you do everything Everything. come on so to preach it, now so so if you if you go hard if you do things a certain way if you go all out you're going to do things in that way if you if you do things sloppily you're going to do everything that way so i, I it's absolutely not it's a hard no for me Obviously, my son is just two, so uh, I can't even imagine him cursing right now. But, you know, I think once he gets to a certain age, mm -hmm. then the conversation will change, as you said. You know, he gets more closer to adulthood, uh -huh. you know, okay. to, closer you know, to, mid to, to adulthood. Mid uh -huh. okay. I'm trying yeah, to I'm trying to place it, Avi. I'm trying to place it closer to what are we talking about here? Oh, you gonna I'm going to let him start popping off? I'm going to define it for you. So, you know, you get to you know, adulthood is technically 18. And so when you get to your mid to late teens, you know, if you start to say something a little bit more rambunctious, I'm understand. I'm not going to say it's okay, and especially <laughs> it, it, it will depend on who's in your company. But I'm just saying the, the closer you get to adulthood, the more you get treated like an adult. And I would just say I coached middle schoolers, and that's 
age 11 to 13, mm-hmm. they are like sailors. Yes. That's like being at, that's like being at, at, at the worst bar in any city. If yeah. you go to a middle school and hang out with a bunch of little boys, I mean, they, no, no, nobody cares more than them. So uh, <laughs> just, you, you, you got to be aware of these things, too, and, and who they're around and, and the stuff that they're uh taken in yeah i agree with you on that one um i think that middle school that age there is when you're really just trying to figure out who you are what your boundaries are what you can cross you know and so you hear a lot of people a lot of kids in middle school really start to go for it uh deborah chacoa says children need to learn self-control i definitely agree with that uh, with that mm-hmm. keith burks says heck no curse in your own house um <laughs> kids have too much freedom <laughs> and not paying for for for, for, oh, for ish um andy they gonna curse regardless so you say let them curse around you because they're gonna do it regardless. Uh, it's an interesting topic. It's an it's a very interesting, and I could argue either way. Ideally, I wouldn't want them to curse in front of me, but I just think that the reality is is that they're still gonna curse once they go to school. They're gonna be cussing with their friends. I mean, they could be cussing in their room with the doors closed. What you gonna be mad because you walking by by your by your son or your daughter's room and mm-hmm. you hear them cuss? Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know. Okay, all right, Avi, Avi, it's on you. So, so listen, listen. So, as one of the as one of the listeners very aptly stated, you have to have self control. So yes, they're gonna curse at some points, but they ha- they need to know when they can and when they can't. They can't be in a meeting with a high school administrator with a, or in the principal's office or something and, and be cursing. They can't be with their friends hanging out and not be aware of their surroundings, not be aware of who's around them mm. and be cursing. So they can't, they have to, of course they're going to use that language from time to time, but they need to know that they can't use it all the time and they need to be in control of when they use it. So okay. if, if they I, are going to use it, they can't just be, you know, they can't just be flippant with it. I hear the point. This is the last thing I'll say, and then we will move on. Uh, right now, 78% of people say no. You will not allow your child to curse while, while playing video games. I get that. Here's the thing. This is why I said I can argue both points. Uh, I won't necessarily curse in front of my mom. I, I'm, not, I'm not a sailor uh, at, at the mouth anyway. Um, <laughs> but I, if I need to emphasize something, like if I need to, you know, go... I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a grown woman. Though. So my, my mom, she's not going to say nothing. But I'm just saying, I, if I need to go around my family and I'm telling a story and the story really requires for me to go there, I'm oh, I'm going to let off at the mouth. You know, and they all understand that. However, my, pertaining to my child, my children, um, I, you know, again, it, I, I won't uh, just they cannot they they will not be able to just freely curse in front of me uh, in front of us that that's just not appropriate behavior however if there is a point that they want to make and I'm like oh you want to like you want to emphasize something go ahead and say it that's all you know that's how I feel about it go ahead and go ahead and you know let one off go ahead and pop one off you know <laughs> just go ahead and say it I'm I know you're standing I'm outside the house anyway that's all I'm saying all right okay <laughs> let's go ahead and move on while we have some time with Avi Bernard because Avi you are great to talk to I want to have this conversation with you uh, Russell Simmons as we know 
had been really I, I earlier I called him the Diddy of 2017, meaning that women left and right were accusing him of sexual assault. And he's spoken on this many times. And there have been people who um, who ended partnerships with him, brand deals that had ended with him, uh, all kinds of things in which he says his life has now been ruined. He's been heavily affected by this. He's moved out of the country. He's moved to Bali. He um he has problems with his his entire family. And so he had been away and quiet for quite some time. But recently he did an interview where he's bringing this up right now. He's bringing this up. And this is the time. You know, this is obviously the time. Um, and he's addressing it right now, saying that he has had multiple. He's had nine lie detector tests. Let's listen to Russell Simmons in his own words describe, uh, you know, his feelings about the matter. Thank you and sad and, and from an insecurity that feeds it. And there's a lot of reasons why we were that way. If you slept with as many people as I slept with, thousands. And we're talking about six people. There were like 20, right? I mean, they, oh, they I, oh, range I, from oh, I spoke assault poorly. Oh, you mean like, that's not, no. Yeah. I, I spoke poorly to, to 15 of them. I mean, 12 of them. I spoke poorly all the time. I'm a deaf comedy jam guy. I was crude. So how many compromising situations was I in? And if you call that person and say, can you help me help these other women? Then you can get them to tell a story and reimagine a story. And I'm not here to say what they were thinking. But I can simply tell you that I was in so many compromising situations that people can have a recollection from 30 or 40 years ago. And it can be there. The interview does go on. Um, he he goes on to mention that, you know, again, like I mentioned, he, he's had several lie detector tests trying to prove his innocence. But Avi, here is here's the interesting question. And I, I posed this earlier. This is definitely not to give him an out or anybody else for that matter. But I'm looking at this thing as a whole. In his mind, in Russell Simmons's mind, he says, sure, I was crude. I was uh, he 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 does not um, shy away from the fact that he was that kind of guy. He says he was a deaf comedy kind of dude, deaf poetry kind of guy. He was uh, he probably talked nasty to some of these women. But what he's saying is even in all of that, he was not uh, he had not assaulted anyone. And. He even posed the question, could it be that some of these women were hurt after leaving our sessions together? Maybe they were uh, upset or hurt about something and he they could go and place phone calls to other women and try to get them on board. In, in his mind, he almost seems like he feels that he's an innocent man. Uh, he feels that maybe I spoke poorly to them, but I certainly didn't didn't assault them. Give me your thoughts about this. It's hard to kind of wrap our minds around, Avi, and I know I'm, we're taking a big a big sip of this, this big cup here, but give me your thoughts as to that. Because, again, in all fairness, you know, obviously these women, a lot of women had come out, but we're trying to look at, it, look at things from Russell Simmons' point of view here. He's just saying, listen, I tried to prove my innocence by nine lie detector tests. What could I do here? Give me your thoughts on this, Avi. Okay, so firstly, this is someone I interviewed maybe 10 or 12 years ago, 
uh, I, it wasn't about this. <laughs> sure. Uh, this was just a, uh, it was just a, a regular interview. You know, this was, this was long before these accusations came out and just listening to what he's saying, I, I gotta say, I, I can't, I can't really go with him on, on that. You know, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's saying, yeah, I had sex with thousands of women and only six of them have come out and said that. Well, I, I, I can't I can't be on board with that. I mean, it's six, six, six is a lot when you're talking about something like uh, accusations of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Six is a lot. And I don't, I don't believe that these women were just unhappy with their experience with you. And then they went ahead and claimed that you sexually assaulted them. And, and you can talk about and I know we we're up against the break. So, we can, we, you know, we'll have to get into this more afterwards but i I would just say the the lie detector aspect of it lie detectors are not admissible in court for a reason Hmm. and you can you can be you can be someone who lies and you can still pass a lie detector test you can be lying about the subject of the lie detector test and still pass the lie detector test it's about how you take the test and and the tone of voice and so yeah that's uh we can get more into it after the break, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's going to be a no. For, it's going to be a no for me, dog. Okay, c- come on and do my job for me. He talk about. <laughs> we'll do more after. <laughs> come on, host Avi Bernard, Mister Bernard. Uh, well, when we come forward, I do actually want to ask you, and I I want to I want to dig into this a little bit more. Um, the fact that whether convicted or not, is it enough? The mere fact that you have been accused by multiple women, is that enough to have all these partnerships pull out and your life essentially ruined? Like he says, we'll talk more about this on the other side. Of course, right now though, we've got news traffic and sports. You are listening to the raw report on KBL eight talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, what's up? It's your girl BB. And you're listening to me on the raw report on KBLA talk 1580. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, hey. Shout out to Michelle A. If you remember, uh, we had our interview with Michelle A on this show. And uh, people still couldn't believe that that is her actual voice. Beautiful, beautiful voice. Beautiful woman. Uh If you're just joining in, well, come on and tap in with us. We are having a great conversation right now regarding Russell Simmons and the fact that he says he took nine lie detector tests to prove his innocence when all of these sexual assault allegations had come out from multiple women. Uh, When we, on the other side, we're speaking with our our contributor, Avi Bernard, and he was mentioning that, his interview with this man. And, you know, it's interesting, Avi, that you that you talked about that because I also had an interview with Russell Simmons that I felt was great. I felt like it was just iconic for the, at the moment. And then when all of these things happened, I almost felt the need to take them down or, you know, be, be a little afraid of posting them or what would people say? I can't lie. I did go through that. So I can only imagine what brands will feel, what companies feel, people who have partnerships with this man and any man like him, such as Diddy. Um, but I, so I'm going to ask that inside of the poll. Should Robbie and excuse me, should Robin and Avi still post interviews with RS based on the allegations? It, yes, because he's still an icon or no, it's a bad look. and You need to separate yourself. Uh, I want to know what you guys think about that. Avi, um, give me your thoughts on that. You know, I know that you said you interviewed him. Is that something? How do you feel about, you know, 
the 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 interview in the past is that something that you would still repost as like a throwback Thursday or included in your reel or something like that? I probably wouldn't. I mean, if you're talking about a reel that you mean like that you post on IG or a reel that you use to kind know. of get a job. Who knows? If, I, if, I, if, you're about, if you're talking about a, you, if you're talking about a reel that you use to get a job, I'm, I'm absolutely going to include that uh, so that they can you know they can see that that you interview people like that. But but no, I mean uh, I. I you know, I don't even know where that footage is, honestly. So I can't post it if I, if I wanted to. But uh, but I would say, I mean, if I had it posted already, I wouldn't take it down. Mm-hmm. Just because, especially if it's from, you know, I think there is still a picture of me and him on my my IG from many years ago. But it's just, you know, it's people people look at the date on things. And it's just, I don't know, I don't think it's necessary to, to, to take stuff like that down. But I'm, not, I'm probably not going to be posting oh look at this uh, time I, I talked to him about you know unless it's pertaining to the subject then nah okay fair enough uh andy we might as well erase history what do you mean break that down <laughs> just you know with, with all the the shenanigans that our forefathers no matter what platform whether it's entertainment politics community work or whatnot mm-hmm. just thinking about how life was back in the days you know, there's a lot of things, obviously, in 2023 going on 2024 that we're pushing back on. Mm-hmm. So when we're, you know, reverting or, you know, thinking about one's life and their past and all the discrepancies that they've had, we're like, we're canceling them now. Mm. And it just got me thinking, like, you know, not just Russell Simmons, man. It's, it's, it was a lot of bad people during that, during, you know, during the old times. Mm. And I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking, like, man, it just seems as if, like, you might as well just erase history. You know what's sad, and and to that point, what's really sad about this is uh, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and uh, we were talking about Diddy and how she she was just like, man, this is just another black man, um, prominent black man who's being, you know, sort of ruined everything that he's done. He he has a, an iconic sort of, you know, career and legacy and, and it's being ruined. And on one hand, for sure, you know, you look at all of these men who who had recently been named. That's just a few, right, of, of all the ones who, in the history. Um, but when you just look at, you know, again, we're in 2023, you look at all these different men who are being called out. And yes, they are black prominent men. However, if they've done it, then they've done it and, and, and people need to own up and people need to be held accountable for what they've done. But um, do you see it that way as like a shame that, you know, some of these men, a lot of these black men are being taken down, whether they've so that that's the point that I was getting to on the other side. Like, is it just enough that you've been accused multiple times or should you have to be convicted? Should you have to be, uh, you know, uh, tried in court and convicted in order for, you know, your your reputation to be ruined? Or is it just enough, the fact that people have come out and accused you? Well, it's a really tough conversation to have. I think it's a case-by-case basis. I think the more allegations against you, it's hard to believe that you weren't engaging in something uh, unethical or just plain wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to imagine that many women coming forward falsely and making claims against you and and so i'm not saying that anytime a woman makes a claim against someone that that man should be uh should be ruined forever they should they should be canceled because we have seen uh cases like in the case of brian banks who was a high school football player uh, in in this in in this uh, city in this region 
in, in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he, he lost his NFL career because a woman lied on him, and she later came forward and admitted that she lied. Yep. Uh, and so that can happen. But if you're talking about multiple women coming forward, saying, giving similar accounts of things, I don't think that they would, they would come, they would, you know, collude and, and get on the phone or have a group chat saying, hey, let's all do this to Russell or let's all do this to anybody. I just don't think that's going to happen. So I do think that we, we, we have to take every claim seriously. And, and the, the thing, though, is, as we've talked about before, when you're a woman and you're making a claim against someone, you're already taking a, a lot of personal risk. And, it's, and most uh, sexual assaults, uh, they, they go unreported because of that and because women have to, have to be really brave to do it. And, and, and it's, it's not something that's easy to do because they, they're, they're at risk of, uh, of being called a liar. You're making this up. You're trying to get attention or of, uh, of further uh, violence from the, from the person who they're, who they're accusing. So it's a, it's a very tough situation, and I just think we have to take every one of these individuals mm-hmm. at a case-by-case basis and, and look at the totality of the allegations and, and, and where the facts lie. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Um, you know, I really feel bad for the, um, the women who come out in these cases because no matter what, there and that's why a lot of these women by the way don't even want to be identified they're trying to go as uh and file as Jane Doe and even the woman who came out who has pictures with Diddy's she's sitting on his lap and you see her in his office with the letter P and D and she's proudly you know pointing to it and from what we understand she had been flown from Detroit to New York in order to have this meeting with Diddy after Harv Pierre complimented her and a friend they saw her out and and they were personally invited and even though she was underage here's here's going to be the situation she says she goes over there and was gang raped she says diddy and two or three other men had gang raped her and here's the, the 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 situation people are going to look at her and say Here's a photo of you. Her face is blurred out, by the way. But here is a photo of you sitting on this man's lap. You 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 up and picked up from one state to another state. You're proudly representing the fact that you were there with Diddy. And so you know what was going to go down. You knew what was going to happen or you should have at least expected it to uh, one way or the other. She is going to be blamed no matter what. That is the unfortunate part about these women and why I am not mad at the fact that they want to stay with their identities concealed because you're going to get blamed. Even if you prove here's the here's the crazy part about it. Even if you prove somehow, some way you pull out receipts, you had gone to the to the to the hospital the next day and you got uh, rape kits and you got whatever it is that you needed for proof. They are still going to blame you. That's the crazy thing about it. Like, obviously, that, that's the part that I cannot wrap my mind around. And so um, mm-hmm. this thing is very tricky because you do have women who lie, point blank and period. You, you have women who lie, but you have so many women who are telling the truth in, in matters like this. And so when it comes to Russell Simmons, you know, I was just bringing this conversation up really to try to dissect it from his his point of view that maybe in his mind maybe just maybe in his mind he truly believes that uh while he may have been uh crude in his word and while he may have been intimidating or uh rude and nasty to some of these women 
in his mind, he absolutely is innocent. And he says that he's he's taking these tests to prove it. So uh, it, it is it's just very tricky uh, to the end of time. This is going to be one of those questions, something that kind of comes up. But uh, on a different note, same note, but a little bit different. This is uh, an act that New York, the, the governor of New York came, um, had had signed into um, into the, uh, the New York state. Do you feel like other states are going to pick something like this up? And uh, like California, for instance, will we have our own version of an Adult Survivors Act or Florida or 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 Texas or anything like that? And if so, um, I mean, are we witnessing the beginning of this this sort of like uh, demantling of these icons, these black male icons? I mean, it's a good question. It's an important question. I, I skipped my uh, my law school exam, so I'm gonna I'm not I'm not sure I can answer it to the most uh, accurate uh, in the most accurate way possible. But I would just say, in my opinion, I don't think there should be a statute of limitations, especially on things like this. I mean, if if someone did something and it can be pr- uh, proven, then then they should be held accountable. And that's just that's kind of where it ends for me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, definitely fair. California already has it. Keith Burks uh, says, um, "I hear that. I mean, I definitely hear that. It, it almost seems as though other states are going to start to do something like this to give a fair chance for women, because the way that they say that the laws are written currently, um, they protect the the uh, ab- abuser, um, alleged abusers. This is what they say. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll. I guess we'll we'll see because." You know, I, I, I've heard from a little birdie or two that there's a, there's going to be a lot more things happening in the entertainment business as a whole. I mean, obviously, we're seeing Rico cases. We're seeing Fat Joe saying he was lying on his on his raps. We're seeing all kinds of things. And so we don't know what's going to be happening. But uh, I don't know. I guess we're just going to keep our, our eyes out, Avi. Um, but you should know that 67 percent of, of our YouTube Polars say that we should still be posting our Russell Simmons interviews. Okay, they say he's still an icon, no matter what. uh, He he still has done what he's done. He still um, you cannot take away what Russell Simmons has done in the hip hop industry, nor can you take away anything else from a lot of these other men. As a matter of fact, so just letting you know, they think we should still uh, go ahead and represent Avi. Uh, understood. You know, and if y'all got interviews out there, go ahead and post them. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and not look for my footage, and and, and if I find it, I'm gonna go ahead and not post it. <laughs> fair enough. That is fair enough. By the way, um, uh, you got to give me really quickly before we let you go. You got to let me know what you think about the Raw Squad. Somebody, somebody, uh, they they raised you. They took your your. What did you say? The the Raw Raw Squad. They took their the Raw Raw. They the, raised the, the you. The raw raw. Yes, I think that that came from Lavelle Delone, and he raised you the raw squad. What do you think about that? I like the raw squad. I think that I think we might be onto something with that. I'm not sure if I like it better than the raw <laughs> raws, but I think I think it's a possibility. You know, I, I'm gonna have to go ahead and go with me on this one, but I do think that the raw squad is not bad. <laughs> you trying to hold it down, Andy? Andy? I love it, and if we could find some way. To get Nick Cannon to go ahead and drop, you know what I'm saying, low bar, 
and just be like, it's time for the Rise Squad. Oh, you know what? I got some I got some connections. We'll see Look if we can make that. that happen. I don't know. It's going to cost me a lot, though. Hey, uh, listen, y'all. Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick is busy. Nick is busy. He's, he's busy. He's got... <laughs> he's got people to impregnate all right he's got things to do he's taking care of them 12 kids uh okay well listen avi thank you so much we didn't get around to talking about our Stephen a smith but maybe we'll do that another time thank you so much for joining us um here on the on the raw report with the raw squad oh that's the first time i said it (laughs) we appreciate you yeah it is it's got a little got a little ring to it where where can everybody find you online Oh yeah, and 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 just uh, real quickly, that Stephen A. Smith topic is evergreen. We can get to that anytime. If, if you're ever short on topic, that's something we can always talk about. But <laughs> you can find me here on Fridays, four to six p.m. right here on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty or at Avi Bernard on Instagram. Thanks, Robin. Always so much fun to talk to you. Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right. Well, when we come forward, I have a really great song that I want to play for you guys. This girl has definitely got next. We'll get to that on the other side on KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on The Raw Report. Okay, uh, this woman blew me away. I found her online, and uh, she's fantastic. Her name is Ayana Lee, and she just dropped this song. Uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to it. to me did i say that right my idols lied to me (laughs) the girl's got she's got skills that is ayana lee um you guys tell me it seems like y'all agree inside of our youtube poll that the raw squad is is certified is that what it is are we feeling it okay so far we got a hundred percent on board with us uh you guys say that you like it i gotta give a, a a major shout out to lavelle delone andy I say give it maybe by the end of the year if anybody has any other suggestions for for a nickname. But okay. as of right now, okay, the Raw Squad is winning. 
The Ross Squad is winning. This is what Andy says. I mean, you know, I have a tendency to lean in uh, to it when Andy says it, but I definitely, I definitely think that uh, the Ross Squad is going to go hard. I mean, it it, it it rolls off the tongue. You know, you know, it, it sounds good even. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, I'm feeling that. Um, thank you again to Lavelle and and like Andy said, if there is something that you guys want to go ahead and chime in by the end of the year. Oh wait, we we are at the end of the year. What do we mean? <laughs> I felt like we had a few more months to go, Andy. Huh? No, wait. I don't. I don't know what. What now? We got a couple more weeks. We have a couple more weeks. Okay, he's saying. Okay, Lavelle says he's. That's fair enough. He said fair enough. All right. Okay. Listen. Um, <laughs> there are shows and movies and wonderful things coming out. You guys definitely check out the color purple. I hear it is absolutely fantastic. They had their world premiere here in L.A. Uh, just the other night. It, it it seems to be having rave reviews, and I like that. I like that a lot because I'm going to go watch The Color Purple. But I do want you guys to check out that you got some time for this one. This one's coming in February the 2nd, as a matter of fact. Donald Glover's new film is called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I think it's the same as the Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I feel like it's a take on that. Uh, Donald Glover is the and, uh, he's starring in the movie. It's going to be coming on Amazon. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Donald Glover. So I think this one is going to be pretty awesome. So, you, you you know, we'll talk about it again. Of course, we're going to talk about it again. Thomas Outlaw, he's trying to come for you. He said, raw dogs. Nah, I don't know if that one hits, though. But I, I, I love the enthusiasm, Thomas. I love the enthusiasm. The raw dogs. <laughs> I love it. But the Ross Squad, it's something about the Ross Squad. You know, when you say it, it just come off. The, okay, all right. You guys, I appreciate you guys joining me. It's so good to be back here tonight. We are going to do it again tomorrow night. You already know. But right now... The voice of reason, Zoe Williams, is coming up next. So you definitely don't want to change the dial. Uh, I'm so happy to come back again tomorrow with you guys. And uh, we'll have another fire show like we always do. Remember, I am Robin Ayers. And today and every day forward, be a blessing.